Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Once a week, I have lunch at Commander's Palace and invite guests from the world of New Orleans business to join me. Whether you're in New Orleans listening to this show on WWNO or you're someplace else listening to us as a podcast at 4 in the morning because you can't sleep, you can be certain of one thing. Right now, thousands of people around the world are squinting at a screen booking airline flights, rental cars, restaurant reservations, movie tickets, and so on. One thing you and I have in common with all these people is my guest on Out to Lunch today, Kenneth Purcell. Kenneth Purcell created the technology that allows us to make multiple online reservations through his company, iSeats, right here in New Orleans. Kenneth Purcell is the founder and president of iSeats and an international tech superstar. Yes, the face of New Orleans business is certainly changing. So is the face of New Orleans itself. One of the most visible symbols of our almost total destruction in 2005 and our triumphant rebirth today is the Superdome. The new look Superdome is now a symbol of pride to all of us. Whether you're driving past it alone or watching a nationally televised Saints game with millions of Americans, the light show pulsing around the dome like New Orleans itself today is joyful, triumphant, and a sense of fun that says we don't take ourselves too seriously. The Superdome light show, along with other visible New Orleans theatrics, is created by a local company, the Solomon Group. The founder and the president of Solomon Group is Gary Solomon Jr. Gary Solomon Jr., Kenneth Purcell, thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch today. Thanks for having us today. Well, this thanks is so much. It'd be great, and we're going to feed you. I really, I've, awesome. I've talked to people, and it's going to all work out. They've uh, heard about this place. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard about you, too. Uh, uh, Kenneth, it's amazing to think what iSeats has accomplished. Uh, your technology is an integral part of the lives of millions of people and an economic engine that drives global business. You graduated with a BA in international business, but you cannot have got all of this from four years at Spring Hill College in Mobile, Alabama. So how'd you do it? Are you a genius? Uh, did you wake up in the middle of the night with a sudden revelation? Uh, how did you create the enormous iSeat success? I, I don't want to split hairs with you over how long I was in college, but uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was somewhat longer than four well, years. But, but maybe that's attributing to uh, my, my success or prowess. But actually, in all seriousness, I think one of the things that uh, helped me come up with the idea for iSeats was uh, actually when I was in college waiting tables at restaurants. Um, uh, I happened to break my wrist playing rugby and I carried my trays with my right wrist. And so I could not wait tables and so they stuck me at the front door because I was dead broke and uh, I needed some spending money. And they stuck me at the front door and so I had this paper log book that I had to write in with my left hand um, which was challenging and I said, you know, wouldn't it be fantastic if there was some way I could type these reservations in or have some sort of digital log book for restaurants. And that was where the sort of genesis for the how of the iSeats model came about, was that experience that I had in college. The, the why doing a startup or technology business was because I had the opportunity during college um, for a semester, I took a semester off to do fundraising and business plan writing for a biomedical startup here in New Orleans. And I found that to be incredibly exciting. Um, 
and working with a small group of entrepreneurial people, I felt that I could actually make a difference and an impact. And so I knew that I wanted to be in an entrepreneurial environment. I didn't know how to do it, um, but I had a concept. Uh, I had uh, some help from family that was also interested in, in uh, technology and online, uh, an online business, but not really knowing how to do it. And so we put it together and we created a joint venture with a local technology firm here uh, about 14 years ago. I then raised the money and bought the joint venture out and started iSeeds. Uh, so it's been a, a long 13, 14 year journey, but uh, we've been doing it for a while and we've morphed into now uh, a reservations company that provides reservations for everything from American Express's a new travel site to Delta Airlines to Air Canada, Air France, Alaska. Uh, Etc. So we're uh, we're growing, and uh, we've been blessed to to be part of the city and the, the expansion and rebirth of it. Well, now Gary, you come from the literal definition of a theatrical background. Your grandfather, T. G. Solomon, built the chain of multiplex movie theaters in the Gulf South, now called uh, AMC Palace Cinemas. Everyone's familiar with. Uh, tell us about the Superdome. The light show is the real icing on the cake that transforms it from a static sports stadium to an identifiable statement of New Orleans and its sense of fun. Uh, where did the idea come from, and how did you go about designing it? Had you ever done anything like that before? Well, thank you. Um, it was really an honor being able to reshape how that venue looked. It was so... Uh, it, that year prior to when we started work on the dome lighting system, we were responsible for creating Champion Square, which is right across which from the awesome. dome. Which is awesome. And what, with the inspiration for the dome lighting was, you know, we, we would be out in the square and we were working, you know, 12,000 people out there and it had a, such a great energy to it. And it's so similar to the same kind of energy, the excitement you felt in the dome during a game. But it was so silly was you drive by or you'd see it on national television and from the exterior of the dome, there was no sense of vibrancy. You know, and it is such an iconic part of the skyline, it made sense that, you know, it naturally felt like it wanted to belong in the skyline and just kind of sit there instead of just being a void black space. And so, um, you know, my background always has been lighting for theater. There certainly is no bigger canvas to work on than one that is, <laughs> you know, circled by an interstate and has as much square footage as the dome. So coming from a place where we're used to working in small dark rooms, lighting little shows, and then, you know, someone comes in finally weeks later and sees what it looked like, working on it was challenging because it's visible to the naked eye, you know, even in process. Um, so we're really proud of what it looks like because I think what it does is it just it conveys to the rest of the world that sense of pride and excitement that we have about not only what's happening in the Superdome, but also what's happening all across the city. And it, in just such a natural way, feels like it transformed our skyline. And it is playful, and it is fun, and it's just like we are here. So, you know, we just conveyed our sense of being New Orleanians uh, in the craft that we understand, which is light. All I can think of is if, if Al Copeland had known you oh my when gosh. he had that Christmas display, you could have... Oh, I would have gone crazy over there. Oh How my. cool would that have been? <laughs> I don't mind some stuff that's tacky, but that would have been a real that fun one to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kenneth, what's next? I mean, uh, you mentioned how long you've been doing it. It's it's obviously progressed. What's what's next out there? You mentioned American Express. That's pretty new, right? Yes, it is. Uh, we just launched their their new site about uh, two months ago. The American Express travel site uh, was formerly with Travelocity. Now it's a partnership with Orbitz, iSeats, and American Express. Um, that's a new, uh, I think, a catalyst for us. It's our first uh, f uh, foray into reward redemption. Um, so membership reward points card members generate by purchasing you know uh, certain things they can now redeem those points oh, yeah. and they could before for travel through the American Express site um, but I think that what we've done has sort of we've we've taken what 
to take the dome analogy, uh, the, the exterior of the dome, and we've kind of done that to what the Travelocity site used to be. We, we've really, we, we took a design that was implemented by a fantastic design firm out of New York and slapped that on top of uh, a lot of custom features and functionality, and we built the new American Express portal, and that launched uh, with, with uh, it's doing pretty well. So what's next for iSeats is maybe helping play a larger part in the city's recovery than more in terms of our business model. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm more interested in, our company's doing well, I'm more interested in seeing um, the outside environment continue to forge and foster uh, growth and, and keep on this ride that we have right now. Um, as of course I'm focused on my business, but I think uh, it's also important to give back to the city. Are you the tech guy? Are you, when you mentioned you were coming up with the idea? Um, I think my particular uh, skill set is more of a systems type uh, analyst in terms of not necessarily network and IT and systems in terms of that, but actually production line flow um, and how things integrate. So I, I really try to to stay involved very much hands-on in the infrastructure of our business in terms of understanding how things connect. Um, we connect to a variety of different suppliers all over the world. Um, each supplier has its own separate set of connection protocols or APIs that we connect mm -hmm. to. And, and I'm more interested in how, how all of that integrates and how we can distribute all of that content in a normalized way uh, than I am necessarily in the tools and the code that the people are writing to do it. Um, because I don't really, I'm not a coder by trade, um, but I'm sort of more of a, hey, if you could connect this with that right. over here, wouldn't it be great and have a solution for this person? So I'm more of a solutions-oriented person than I am a, a coder. It's time to do our checklist. This is the part of the show where we uh, take a little break and ask you a couple of quick yes. questions that you probably would not find on a loan application. I'll, I'll uh, think of this. Uh, <laughs> you never know these I know days. I know all sorts of, of things. Gary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would um, how, what's your favorite vacation spot? You know, I went to school in New York, and I'm really glad I'm living back here at home in New Orleans. But my favorite vacation spot is definitely New York City. What do you do uh, when you're up there? Uh, well, besides having such great friends, I mean, it's such an inspiring place coming from a theatrical background. And I really love going there to see really non-commercial artists and what they're doing. And then trying to find ways to bring those sorts of inspirations into a commercial marketplace. And I think there's a lot of value in just the creativity that artists in New York have, that kind of struggle and that <laughs> plight they go through. And it's really cool to get to go up there and get to experience it. We've got a really great art community here in New Orleans, but that's one of the main reasons I love love to go spend time in New York is just to, you know, just get immersed in it. Kenneth, where do you go when you, when you get away? Or where would you like to go? Oh, Calgon, take me away. My preference, I think, uh, I, my favorite destination is Big Island, Hawaii. Uh, I enjoy shark fishing, catch and release only, but uh, they have quite a collection of different species out there, game fish, billfish, and uh, sharks, and uh, also the water and the volcano. The fact that it's it's... It's got an active volcano. It's kind of amazing to the, the energy out there is uh, somewhat of a, a spiritual journey every time we go out there. And uh, we typically take a couple weeks out there. We try to every year, but we haven't in the last couple of years. That is great. Shark fishing. Yeah. What do you do for, you, you're both really in good shape. I know it's radio, so I, I could be lying. I, could, I mean, you could be 400 pounds, and, but, uh, but it's not true. You're, you're both in very good shape. In fact, we all met doing male underwear ads. I remember Absolutely. that. That was, was where we first year. got together. Yeah. But where, um, what do you do to stay in shape, Kenneth? Honestly, I think just I try to walk as much as possible. We live, my wife and I live next to the park, so we go for quite a lot of walks in the park. Um, I run when I can, lift weights. Uh, did yoga for a while, but 
that was, I think, a little too peaceful for me. I really needed too peaceful. <laughs> so I really enjoyed uh, boxing, uh, which was more up my alley, and uh, I look forward to getting back into that. I just I feel well, like. Well, I see you on those Friday night fights. That would I would be cheering for you. No, I would I would get knocked out well before <laughs> making it to anything that would be publicized. <laughs> And Gary, what do you what do you do to stay in shape, relax, all that stuff? You're not going to believe this, Kenneth, because I'm not the same build as you are. But actually, I took up boxing about a year and a half ago. I just got back from like the three weeks that I was away working, and I been boxing every day for the last three weeks and it's like my new favorite thing actually no it's way wonderful. and i picked it up about a year and a half ago kind of dabbled in it and then in the last maybe last six months it's been my new way to like get all my anger out incredibly <laughs> intense it's incredibly intense it is really kind of awesome speed bag uh a speed bag and then we've got a partner that i do with as well and it's 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 just like a lot of fun you know i got so tired of going like sitting in the gym and lifting weights and i wouldn't do anything of 135 pound frame it didn't look any different so i was like, I need to do something more active and that's kind of been the one that i've taken up and it's funny you say it because it really is between like you know the walking which is the relaxing part and then like you know trying to beat somebody up it's a great middle ground to have oh, in your head yeah exactly <laughs> oh i think we all like to beat people up that's i mean funny. i think that's uh, they, if you guys could spar here at commanders that would really Really raise ratings. That would be so. I'm not going to so fight with anybody bigger than me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was not was. I was surprised at these answers. Uh, time to check the inbox. Our producer uh, picks a question that's coming from a listener. Uh, Grant, what have you got this week? Peter, we've got a bunch of questions for both of our guests. Um, one for Gary came from Taylor Royal, who works with uh, Brad Pitt's Ninth Ward organization, and she was our guest on a previous show. That's actually. right. That's right. She asked this question on Facebook. She said, "I'd love to hear more from Gary." about the Civic Theatre restoration and the hydraulic stage they're building. Sounds incredible. And Kenneth, we got about 150,000 people asked almost the same question about, is there any way to get a good seat on an airline and pay little money for it? Wow, I'll which... answer that first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I, I am working on a project that's going to open uh, in a couple months, just before Super Bowl, and it's a renovation of a historic venue, which is called the Civic Theater. Most people think it's condos, and there is this really interesting floor system where the whole uh, venue can operate at one floor level or can drop down to be different levels, such that you have tiered seating or can be, you know, a kind of sunken pit for stand, you know, kind of standing room seating and. Uh, it's going to be really cool, and it's, it's a manual kind of system where these platforms come up and down, and it's, it's pretty impressive, but more, more of that to come for sure in the next couple of months as we open and um, share some more information about that. It's going to be really beautiful. Well, that is awesome. Look forward yeah. to that. They, and now, you, of course, Kenneth, they're asking you all those questions about the, the way to get a cheap seat and a good seat. Now, this must, must happen to you at it when does. you're at parties or, or boxing or beating somebody up. People always ask these questions. Yeah, it does. People ask... Um, how, first of all, they ask, you know, can I get a table at uh, Commanders for them, stuff like that. And I said, no, uh, the only way I get invited to Commanders is if I'm on the radio. <laughs> and uh, the, 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 uh, the other, I, honestly, we used to be much more of a supply contractor. We used to go out and contract directly with companies like uh, the Friends Restaurant Group or, or for, for inventory specifically. So we did have, for many years, great seats at restaurants, uh, and frankly, that was our business. Um, and now what we do is we actually leverage the inventory of, of large, I guess, consolidators or what I would call aggregators. Um, because uh, inventory now, particularly airline inventory, has become such a commodity that there isn't really a way to game the system. Um, there are a lot of tools, apps, sites, companies that claim to have algorithms that find you the best and lowest cost alternatives for flying or getting from one place to the next. But... Really, uh, all I can say is that 
at the end of the day, what our business is, is not necessarily helping people get that seat. It's actually the technology that enables them to get the seat when they find it. My world now is a lot more boring than it used to be uh, when I was doing online restaurant reservations and people could ask me for a seat at Commander's and I could actually get them one. Let me ask you about uh, uh, something we like to call our lunch money segment here where we take a look at, uh, take a look at some stock ideas. Every, uh, every week we ask a guest for a, uh, a stock idea. We're actually doing pretty well. One of the interesting things, I was just looking back before the show and uh, it's interesting seeing some of the names that have worked out pretty well. John Fleming, who's a great guest, he uh, makes these amazing leather masks and he recommended uh, Tandy Leather Factories, which is, you know, kind of makes sense is what he knew about. And that stock has been one of our better, our better performers so far. I'll ask, uh, who wants to start? Who's, who's got the stock pick first? Uh, Kenneth, do you want to? Sure. Uh, I, I typically stay in the industries that I understand. Um, the, the travel industry is an industry that I understand yet. I don't uh, dabble in that stock. I, 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 Kicked myself when in 2001 or 2002, Priceline stock uh, was sitting at a buck, and now I think it's sitting at 500 bucks. Wow. Um, and William after Shatner I, is a very yeah, impressive yeah, after, man, though. After, after <laughs> I, yeah, the Shatner effect. Um, after I Shatnered that stock pick and didn't put a dollar into it, unfortunately, um, where I'd offer to pay for lunch, uh, we, I, started, I started thinking about what other industries that I, that I understand. One of the industries that I really try to get my head around is the credit card industry. Um, and so I look at MasterCard and American Express and see those companies as being unbelievably powerful in the amount of data that they have. But of the two, um, my, f my favorite or my pick would be American Express, AXP. Uh, it's, a, it's the amount of data, the amount of customer loyalty, the amount of brand recognition that that company has on a global basis, pretty unbelievable. And their stock's pretty strong right now. Um, it's had some fluctuations over the last couple of years, but it's a, it's a, it would be, in, in my eyes, definitely a, a, what I would consider to be a safe bet, a blue chip stock, um, particularly given what I know about their business and what I know uh, in terms of the amount of data that they and have on the You've partnered with them so you, yeah, you know so the I, 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 I'm a big believer in their brand. Well, great, great. And uh, Gary, what, uh, which stock do you have? There's a company um, that's based here in America that is probably one of the leading manufacturers and developers of LED lighting and video technology. And a lot of that is happening in Shenzhen and overseas now. And I think it's pretty amazing that there's still a company in America that is committed to being American-made, uh, you know, home-built uh, LED lighting product. And it's a company called LSI Industries and their founder, Bob Reddy. Um, I've gotten to know him very briefly and actually through a project we're working on, completely not a uh, we've not gotten to know each other professionally in this way, but he actually owns a, a B-16 plane that he's going to be having featured in the World War II Museum's expansion that we're working on. Really? He's going to bring a plane in there? Yeah, he's got this amazing thing. And he... Um, He's got this company, LSI Industries, over the last 30 plus years he's built, and they really are a high quality lighting and graphic product company. And so it's nice to see, uh, they trade at NASDAQ LYTS, I believe. And it's really cool to see that someone, you know, while everything is being shipped off to China for manufacturing in this LED product, he's keeping it here in the States, and he's like, he's adamant about it staying here. And I think that's really something to follow because we can lead in that manufacturing process if we have people like Bob Reddy and his company that stick to it. That is great. And plus, it's a cool symbol, right? LYTS says lights. It sort does. Of, uh, that's very clever. Yeah. I can't believe that the ticker symbol people are the same people designing the cool license plates now. This <laughs> is actually what's happened to our country. They, uh, Kenneth Purcell, Gary Solomon. One of the reasons we make this show is to tell New Orleans and the world about the extraordinary renaissance that's going on here in New Orleans business and, in, frankly, in New Orleans in general. You two guys exemplify the triumphant transformation 
of New Orleans as much as anybody in the city. It's, it's been a real pleasure to have you both on Out to Lunch, and uh, thanks for taking the time to join me. Absolutely. Guys Thank have, you for guys having Guys have been us. great. They, uh, my guests on Out to Lunch today have been Kenneth Purcell, founder and CEO of iSeats, and Gary Solomon Jr., founder and president of the Solomon Group. To find out more about iSeats or the Solomon Group, follow the links on our sites, itsneworleans.com and wwno.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday, with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris, our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our web designer and digital guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can keep up with our continuing adventures in Crescent City Commerce by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. You can sign up for our mailing list at itsneworleans.com and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at It's New Orleans. To listen to past shows or get this show as a podcast, go to wwno.org or itsneworleans.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. Until we meet here around the table at Commander's Palace, I'm Peter Rashidi. Thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937. Now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc.